Okay, so uh, I think we just jump into it. Yeah, let's jump in. Um, I think the big question that's going through everybody's heads is, where have we been? Yeah. Where, where do we dip off to? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess the last time that we posted on Instagram was August, and then the last time we posted on YouTube was six months ago. Six months ago. So hopefully that people don't interpret that as us like stopping or giving up or whatever we've just been focused on other things yeah so now that we've had a little bit of time and we've been working on our business and we've been you know building our team and you know stuff that we can dive into later now time to do the podcast back at it again back at it again so let's see august we were about to go out to pennsylvania so this was pre-cross country road trip. Yeah, pre-cross country. Which um, I mean, we we I think we should do one this summer because yeah, no, for real. Gabe and Marissa are gonna be in D.C. living out there again. Mm. So that'd be a cool. Uh, no, yeah, I definitely to go out there. should go back. But um, let's talk a little bit about the the series that we're shooting um, out on in, that road. Trip. Yeah, on that road trip. Okay. So, um, the drive wasn't that bad. It was like, how long do you think it took us to get? We were heading to Columbus, Ohio was like our destination where we were filming. Mm -hmm. And what we were doing is with, um, with one of our clients, what they do is they throw together a mastermind event at a house. Everyone comes in and essentially they just collaborate over the course of two days and you know they'll get to know each other help each other with problems um but specifically this one the focus is on like business entrepreneurship so the series that we created was called six to seven figures that was eight episodes nine actually if you include uh, one of the interviews and um each episode highlighted a different entrepreneur so you know there was ulysses was in it who you guys should know from the podcast um miss jess chan who's like an awesome uh entrepreneur in like email marketing and that kind of lane ryan rockwell ryan rockwell who has uh, his company called grow yoga biz where it teaches you how to uh, make a living being a yoga instructor um perry jeffries who does like financial advising Liz Cox, who does uh, accounting, yeah. and she, Liz is super sick. Um, Chandler Bolt was in it, who, it the was just fa- a conversation, but so it's a little bit of a different He's episode. the founder of uh, Self Publishing School, which they teach people how to become, like, self-published as an author, because, like, in traditional paths, it's super uh, difficult to, like, get your book out there, but they teach you how to, like, publish your own book and get it to the masses, so. Sick. But, yeah, that was, like. So, was Eric, he was out there. Oh, yeah, can't forget about so, Eric. So, er- you guys will hear more about Eric later, because later, uh, at end of January, we went out to Columbia with him and his company, STR Legends, um, but we can talk about that more. Um, what else? Any other episodes I'm missing out? Oh, there was, um, there was. Uh, well, I don't even think his that. his name right now. Well, who's he? What's the he like? ticket reselling through uh, Ryan 
Pink Brian Pink Harry. Yeah. Um. So the yeah, those are like all the people. Um. I feel like we need to step back a little bit and explain um like how we were even doing series in the first place because the last time we chatted, I don't even think we were creating series at all. Yeah. Um. Which. Like the transition, like with Temple Productions, our video production company, traditionally in the past, we were doing like marketing videos and things like that for like small businesses around here in Utah. But Or like lifestyle videos for entrepreneurs, testimonial videos, like yeah. mostly just like short, like one to three minute videos. But we never really emphasized like, you know, telling a bigger story that can't get told or shown in three minutes. Yeah. And so we made like a slight pivot to start offering series to clients. And that kind of worked in our favor in a bunch of different ways. One being creatively to allow us to tell uh, longer stories. Two, from a business perspective and a financial perspective, it allowed us to uh, increase the uh, um, lifetime value of our, cli- of our clients instead of doing one video, we were able to do like eight episodes like we just talked about that allowed us to really like expand the amount of revenue that we're getting and the mm-hmm. amount of like value that we're able to provide to these clients. And the from six to seven figure uh, series that we're talking about, that was our first one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we shot like a few episodes in Venice. LA. Yeah, yeah, LA. Venice. But the last, the next four we were shooting in Columbus, like we were talking about. And yeah. so that required us to, uh, well, it didn't require us. We probably could have, but we decided to, um, drive across the country rather yeah, than fly. I mean, the thing about like flying is if you want to go somewhere, you have to rent a car or whatever. But when you drive somewhere, you've got your car with you. And so like, you know, going from here to Columbus, there's pit stops in Colorado, pit stops in, uh, you know, we stopped in um, Chicago. We stopped in like an area, like an hour outside of Lincoln, Nebraska. I think there's usually not anything we to went see to in Warren Buffett's house. There's usually not anything to see <laughs> in Nebraska, but we pulled over on a campsite and it's actually pretty lit. It was a lit yeah, site, it was like pretty, right pretty on like nice. a pond area. Uh-huh. And it was, I was like, worried about the bugs because there were some f- massive spiders. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that felt so good, like being back there. Cause that was like when I first started to feel the East Coast humidity again. Yeah, yeah. It was like, feels like summer. Well, so, and another thing too was prior to this road trip, you hadn't seen your family in like 10 months. 10 months. Yeah. So in Columbus, we stayed with your uncle Randy. Shout out Randy. Shout out Randy. Randy's a boss. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to like go back to PA after the shoot in Columbus, kick it in Lancaster for like, a week yeah which was super dope Mm -hmm. you know getting some pretzels Amish tours yeah Dylan came along with us and it was Dylan had never been to New York he'd never been east east of of Colorado Colorado, yeah so pretty much as soon as we got out of Colorado everywhere that he looked was something new so that was super sick yeah it's always cool to like see people like see new areas for the first time you know like we're we've been in New York City for like a year, like over a year. Uh And that was like, uh, a time period of our life. But like, it's, you have to remember that some people like never see New York, like their whole life sometimes. And so like seeing someone's first reaction is always priceless. Yeah. 
which uh, would have been a lot better if Dylan didn't break, break his, his leg. leg. <laughs> we uh, so right outside on the other side of the Hudson River, when you're in Hoboken, New Jersey, there's this skate park that is a lit skate park. The Hoboken Skate Park. It's got two half pipes, like a three foot mini, a six foot ramp. Um, the mini, like the three foot one, has a really mellow transition. So it's pretty beginner friendly. Like, yeah. It's like if I were to teach someone how to drop in, that's the ramp that I would go yeah. to because it's not too intense. And so we go out there and I mean, True and I have been skating that skate park for a minute. So I'm like back in my element again, popping kick flips and heel flips, whatever. But uh, Dylan wasn't as comfortable as I thought he would be. Yeah. So Dylan goes to drop in. He was wearing a pair of brand new shoes. They were Vans, so the bottoms were super gummy and sticky. Dropped in, stepped off with his back foot from not committing. And then just that, that movement, the combination of his foot sticking on the skate light and the new shoes just like broke his Too much. fibula yeah. in the back of his leg. Yeah. Because apparently that's like a, a, mus- or a bone that is really for like connecting muscles and tendons not as much for support and so after it happened he was kind of like limping around and it it like gradually got worse and i didn't believe him no one believed him i was like come on dylan (laughs) you're being dramatic there's no way that you broke your leg like you'll be fine like we were like dylan get out of the shot yeah I'm, i'm still trying to get the clip and he's like hobbling in the background dragging around so we ended up like it, it was like hurting him pretty bad. So we're like, okay, let's go find a place to urgent care, urgent care, something to get checked out. We go to the first place and it's like on the third or fourth floor in a building. So true. And Michaela, you know, pop the hazards. I come around and like throw Dylan's arm over my shoulder and kind of like walk up and try and get him up there. Cause we got to get to the elevator, up the elevator, then to the counter. Uh, yeah, I think there was even one urgent care before that. Cause we like, Is that the second one? Yeah, the second one. Because there was one in like in Hoboken uh-huh. that w- was just on the first level that we went in real yeah, quick. Yeah, that's and right. then we were like, oh, shoot, we got to go into Jersey City. And it took us into the part of Jersey City where, let's say, we weren't familiar with. I felt like I was, <laughs> I felt like I was Mary walking around with baby Jesus. And we were looking for an inn to stay in. And no mm-hmm. one had room in the inn. Yeah. We go to the first one, no, they rejected us, shut us down. <laughs> we go to the second one, shut us down. By this point, we've been on a journey. We got mm. one day in New York. Like, yeah. we don't have a lot of time. It was already like 11 in the morning at yeah, this point. because we left Pennsylvania at 6 a.m., something like that, because the drive is like three, 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 yeah, and three and a half hours. hours or so to New York. So... <laughs> I mean, at least a couple hours go by, and we finally find a place that will accept Dylan's uh, insurance because that yeah, was like yeah. the main issue right. was because we he was a Utah boy or I don't know, it's honestly kind of BS. And we walk in there, and the lady behind the counter is saying, "She's like, there's no way it's broken. Like, if it were broken, you wouldn't be keeping it together. You'd be f- screaming right now. You'd be in so much pain. It's not broken." And I was like, knew it. This guy yeah. been dramatic. <laughs> we so, were all thinking that, too. Yeah. But, you know, a little bit of time goes by. We go run up the street and get some chicken at a chicken shack or something like that. Mm. Come back, and 
Well, Dylan's... it's been like four hours at this point. Yeah, it it's... wasn't a quick up and back. It was like it was like we've been there for a minute. Yeah. So it was four thirty, I believe, when we walked out of there. Gosh, dude. And mind you, we are like, you can see the skyline. Like, we're so close to New York, but so far away. Mm-hmm. So Dylan's mm-hmm. getting his first glimpse of it. But at the same time, like, all of our plans to, you know, walk through the city, whatever, walk, go to, I mean, we still did a lot of things. Yeah. But um, we pretty much just drove around, parked hobbled out went to like strawberry fields and like the imagine memorial uh in like central park area we drove Um, through times square drove drove through times square went down to like i mean just drove through manhattan we went across the brooklyn oh we got a pizza at a joey pepperoni oh yeah dollar pizza that's a must (laughs) you can't get around it two dollar the two slices in one soda for 275 yeah Shout, shout out, out Joey Pepperoni. Hey, shout out Joey Pepperoni. Right across from the Harley Davidson in the, what is that area? Um, down by Casey's office. Yeah, I don't know what it's technically called. Three six eight. It's a Tribeca. No, it's no, not. No, not Tribeca. It's like by Canal Street. I don't know. Yeah, that. yeah. On Broadway. Yeah. So then we crossed the Brooklyn Bridge, um, went over to like the near Dumbo, which is down under the Manhattan Brooklyn overpass. It's what Dumbo stands for. And I thought you were just in- insulting me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dumbo. <laughs> did we get Shake Shack? That um yeah. Yeah, I, I think, think we, we did. Yeah, cuz so there's a lit Shake Shack that's over there that's always a move. And then um after that, we headed back to Pennsylvania. Yeah. By the, it was like what, 11 maybe, 10, 10 or 11. When we left, yeah, yeah. So he was able to experience it. Yeah, I mean, we're we know a lot of like core spots where we can be like, okay, you got to see this, this, and this. So it's not like we were just like wasting our time trying to figure out how the subway works. Right. <laughs> Driving yeah. is always stressful in the city, but if you kind of know where you're going it's a lot easier like if you're not dealing with maps or anything yeah, and like if you're just like used to driving in New York because. Yeah. If you, let's say you live in a small town and you're used to driving there and then you try to go to New York, uh-huh. it's not the same kind of driving. You have to like be making decisions quick and like making moves without people's uh, like getting their attention. You just have to like go for it. Yeah. But it's so like exhilarating. Yeah. Too. Dude, totally. So got back to PA. Dylan, I mean, had his, he had a boot on it that luckily you could tighten the boot enough where it acted like a cast. So by the time we got back to Utah, he like went and got it checked out again, and it was like had improved from where it was. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's one of those injuries that takes three weeks or so, because the main thing was like, dude, uh, right before ski season, you're going to break your leg? Are you serious? I think it took him like two months, I think, to get back, because we got back like end of September, right? Yeah. And then ski season started... Mid-December, Yeah, something like that. But, like, I remember... It was, it was just like, enough coming time. down to the wire of, like, if he was going to make it or not. Yeah. But we went skiing, and he was fine because a ski boot is also a very tight boot, yeah. you know? So same as, like, how a regular one of those boots goes on, you, he could have more stability. 
still had to be careful, but no issues. Like we were able to get through yeah. the ski day. Yeah. So, I mean, back to the road trip. Went to Chicago. Oh, saw Ragone. Met up with the homie Brian Ragone. Shout out Ragone. Hey, shout out Ragone. Shout out Ragone. Ragone, <laughs> little brief on Ragone is he, we met him at Founders. And he is a very operations, numbers. He's very good at like the technical side of businesses, I guess is a way to put it for someone, a random Joe. He's good yep. at systems. <laughs> he's good at, he's really clever, has good ideas. So, pop through his place for an evening. That was a good time because yeah. it was like we literally only had like two hours, but it was like one of those moments where you, we were like catching up with an old friend and it was like we only had two hours. And so it was just like, yo, dude, what happened the past like year and a half? Like, yeah. fill me in. And it was just like there wasn't a silent, like moment that whole time that we were with him uh-huh. and it was like just good conversations about like reminiscing on old founders days or like what we're up to now a lot of it was like reminiscing which like that's the stuff that i love is just yeah. like coming across like old friends and talking about the the past and things like that and like that was such a wild i mean i know we talked about it before on this podcast but it's like that time period was such a wild time yeah. and like we always have a bond with people like donovan Jeff, Tata Mike, Ragon, all the people out there. It's like, we have such like a, it's like we've been through like war together. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Cause I mean, cause before seeing him in Chicago, last time we saw him was he came and stayed with us in Utah Yeah. and it was right before going to Burning Man. And on that trip, he was like going through calls with interview process, interview process with like the Uber incubator which for everyone who doesn't know, Uber, Uber has different yeah. companies. So there's like Uber Freight, Uber Eats, Eats Uber the Ride Sharing, Uber, uh, and then he was part of Uber Works. And so these are all just different projects that came from the Uber Incubator. Yeah. So they, you know, found that he was a total badass through, I don't know, a mutual a ref- referral or... Yeah, I don't know Something how like that. they got in contact with him. And fast forward about a year later, and he's living in Chicago, working at Uber, like in the Uber incubator full time. Just like his passion is startups. And like, um, so that's like a, a phenomenal environment for him to be able to just like work with entrepreneurs and put his mind towards solving problems. Mm-hmm. Then um, right after that, we uh, were a negative influence on Dylan, and we broke his soda fast after yeah. not drinking soda for a year. A, a year. year. We, uh, you know, had to pop through TB, get some beefy Freedies burritos. Beefy Freedies burritos. <laughs> and in a Baja freeze. And the universe was looking out for us. <laughs> yeah. Because she was just like, "Hey, do you guys want this extra free large Baja blast?" Mm-hmm. We're like, "All right, let's get it." Yeah. And that was enough to get dylan to cave <laughs> i think he just, yeah he just had like one sip we yeah. recorded a video about it and he was like i'm done i'm yeah, good we gotta find the find the video i think it's on my phone yeah or no he, i recorded it on his phone yeah but yeah so um that pretty much sums up that road trip yeah you know that series was great 
Um, you can watch it on YouTube, the six to seven series, if you want to like learn more. It's each episode is like thirty ish minutes, so it's not gonna be your typical like Jake Paul vlog or whatever, where it's very like fast paced, fast paced attention grabbing because it's like jam packed with really good information. Yeah, like it's stuff that you know. I wish that we knew two years ago. Yeah, that, you know? that really changed our business. Yeah. And it's like f- focusing on the basics and the fundamental before, you know, thinking that you need more leads for your business or, you know, thinking that sales is your issue. A lot of times it's like there's a lot of other things that you got to clean up first. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was cool because like eight episodes, each person has different problems that they face. Like someone may have an issue with team building. Someone may have an issue with delegation someone may have an issue with marketing or whatever and so you know through watching all the different episodes there's a ton that you can take away from it so check it out uh hosted by austin nestle i think if you just search austin nestle from six to seven figures figures, then go to his channel yeah you'll be able to find it there so um i want to kind of transition the um conversation into like uh what our future plans are for connecting creators okay kind of yeah. like touching base on that once again i mean i think that'd be a great point to like wrap it up yeah on, on the... so i mean i think a big thing is one like defining like what's a creator mm-hmm. and to me i think like Creator is defined by anybody who can, anyone who creates their own lifestyle based off of their passions and doing what they love. I think that is like, you know, if you're a writer, if you're a problem solver, entrepreneur, if you're a designer, photographer, videographer, videographer, musician, like anyone who, you know, just has a passion for creating based on their passions and you know, makes a living doing it. They fully commit and it's like their life. You know, like for me creating, like I first got into entrepreneurship through photography, then videography. And I've always been into the, you know, art and stuff like that. And I've just found that, you know, my ultimate fulfillment comes from creating Mm -hmm. in general, you know? And so surrounding ourselves with other people that create as well it's like endless inspiration. There's like the collaboration, the flow. Like, I think that that's just like, if I were to have the ability to bring together all the dopest people in the world, I would say that they're creators. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And I agree. And I feel like to me, like what Connecting Creators is like about and like our mission is like kind of like dispelling this whole myth that like you have to be a starving artist yeah because it's like that was how it was back in like the oh no what's it called the renaissance era where it's like there was like you had to get uh like people to fund you like rich people to fund you to make art but like nowadays you can have um like platforms like youtube or instagram or even patreon where you are allowed to make your own art exactly how you would and you're getting access to a, you're getting a direct line to the consumer yeah. and you're able to give your um 
your art, your creative passion to them and get a fair compensation back. Like there's no big corporations that are taking the money. Like we're slowly getting away from that. Yeah. And this is like just getting rid of the middleman. Yeah. And it's like, that is just happening in so many areas of like people like Airbnb, like people are going direct, like people are staying with each other, Uber driving people. Like we're just getting kind of eliminating middlemen of Mm -hmm. a lot of things in this, like, the way that like culture is moving right now. And I feel like that's just like a amazing opportunity for the creatives out there because like you have to drop and let go of all those limiting beliefs that you can't make money doing what you love now, because Uh like there's literally hundreds of ways that you can, like if you're a photographer, like start selling your prints, uh, create your own camera strap. Like, sell presets. Sell presets. Sell Book uh, local shoots. Go walk yeah. into different businesses. Ask people on the street. Teach like, a workshop how to how to shoot, like all, all these kind of things. You you can uh, teach a like monthly like webinar on how to shoot better photos. Like there's just like so many ways to do it, and like a lot of those wouldn't have been possible like ten years ago. So you have to just like keep in perspective the era that we're living in. And remember that like these are opportunities that have only really just become possible within the past few years yeah. and like that's something that's driving us that is like with because just like with us personally like we've realized that we've been doing a lot of work for clients and that's fine like that that's like the most natural way that someone's gonna make money from the jump yeah but it's like we started to sit back and reflect on like we're not going as hard as we could on like uh, putting our stuff out there to the world. Like we've been our like, own brand. yeah, we've been putting our stuff out there for clients and it was like only after they paid us, you know, it was like, but we weren't if like they paid us. Yeah. If they paid us. And so it was like, but now it's like, we're realizing that we have like, uh, so much to offer and we want to start sharing it and being more authentic and like being more vulnerable, yeah. like, and just be start sharing like the things that we want to create uh, like what are the things that we want to create, even if we're not getting paid for it, like yeah. start putting that out there and odds are we're probably going to start getting paid for that stuff, yeah. you know? Like, so that's kind of been our like mentality with this whole thing. And that's what like inspired us to get back on this grind of doing the podcast and everything, because like we just believe that once we start putting things out, more opportunities are going to come. And like, I'm super excited to start doing that. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we don't we want to simplify and not overcomplicate everything. So some podcasts may not have a video. Most, I mean, I I can't I don't know. You know, some may be like us sitting on the ski lift and we're like feel inspired and let's just record it on our phone or like you know wherever we are. But really focusing on like authenticity, trying to bring as much value, sharing stories and experiences bringing, you know, other, like, our friends on here and just great conversations. And also, like, you know, a big part is getting into actual events where we can bring people together in person, you know, like, where you guys can meet us, we can, you know, solve your problems, do, like, group workshops or, you know, whatever we want to do, but really focusing on, um, you know, connection, collaboration, and creating. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I'm, I'm pumped about it. Uh, hope you guys are too. And I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. Of yeah. The um, stay engaged with the Instagram. We're starting to post on there even more. Um, we also 
are going to be launching a Patreon in the next few days slash weeks. Uh, we don't really expect much right now, but we want to start building that into what we're doing as yeah. well. Um, do we have anything else going on? I think that's pretty much it right now. I mean, we'll dive into another episode, so you guys will hear from us in the next episode, you know, probably within the next either couple days or a week or whatever. I mean, I'd say a minimum once a week is what we're going to shoot for, but that doesn't mean once a week, you know. If we want to do two in a week, three in a week, four in a week, like, this is just a conversation. Yeah. And it's just yeah. about having the microphone uh-huh. set up. And so, anyway, we're pumped to bring it to you, to you guys, and we'll catch you in the next one. Catch you on the flip.